Hey friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. And as you can tell by the name, Cup of Chels is because I'm obsessed with coffee. But more than that, I am so passionate about giving you a weekly dose of inspiration and uplifting encouragement. You can also be sure to chime in to interviews and conversations with some amazing people. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's dive in to today's show. All right, welcome to episode number 27, where we are talking about creating and creation and tapping into our inner child. Yes, I want to get into this today because I am just feeling super inspired. I actually met up with uh, my girlfriend Mel for some coffee and then we got into, we always get into such great conversations, but we started talking about just creating and tapping into our inner child, right? Like what does that even mean when I say that? So let me back up a little bit, but what uh, where I want to start is, I don't know if you've heard this, but it's something that I hear repeatedly, and it's create before you consume. So I'll give you my meaning on it and what how I interpret this and what it looks like for me when I say those words to create before we consume. And in that same voice, I feel like our best creation comes from a place of being our inner child. So to tell you a little story, right? When I was young, we used to go to my granddad's a lot. Um, Me and my sister, we would go to my granddad's and my grandmother passed away when I was really little, but my granddad still kept all of her clothes around like they were still hanging in the closet and stuff. And so when we'd go over there, we always used our imagination, right? Like we didn't really sit down in front of the TV until we pulled out the the sofa bed, couch, made the bed. We would eat Oreos and like watch TV with my granddad while he was sitting in the chair. And then my sister and I would, that's the sofa bed is what we would sleep on at night when we were kids. But I would go into my grandma's closet and I remember just always wanting to put on her clothes, like try on her dresses. I think she might've had like some jewelry and stuff. And I did this with both of my grandmas, right? Like my other grandma, my mom's mom, she was around with us for a while, but even at her place too, I remember her always having like her fancy jewelry and I would love to just put that on. And I remember like picking up her nail polish bottles and, you know, opening up her tube of lipstick and the way that she applied it, how it shaped the actual lipstick itself. But it is so funny. I haven't even thought about this till I started talking it out loud with you, but it's taking me back. It's really taking me back to my childhood. But I would always, you know, my grandma Sally's, my dad's mom, I would always play dress up with her clothes. And, you know, we would play outside and we would, you know, my granddad was into photography. He loved to take pictures of flowers and a lot of pictures of trains. He was really big into trains, but you know, he would, I would get all dressed up and he would take pictures of us. You know, there's even a picture that I have somewhere, maybe in an old photo album or whatever, but it's a picture of me in preschool. And I I think I have like a little baby in my arm, not an actual baby, right? But like a baby doll in my arm. And I have an apron on kind of pulled up real high, you know, kind of like a little dress or something. But even that childlike play is something that I carried on with me, like this dress up, you know, this make-believe play. 
And I carried that on with me. And I even remember my house in junior high and high school. And I would take like all kinds of different things. You know, I would pair, oh, this was before it was a thing, but like, and maybe it was a thing, you know, before I was born. I grew up in the 80s and the 90s. And, um, but I remember like putting on my jeans and like putting on like a little pump high heel and feeling how cool and hip and different that was, right? Or I used to take t shirts and like cut the sleeves off or try, you know, I think one time I made like a little halter top or whatever. Of course, I was out of high school. I was a little bit older for that. Yeah, I made like a purse out of an old t shirt. Like I was always just in a creative space, especially when it came to my fashion. And I tried out different things, you know, I I was into different things at different times. I mean, definitely a hippie heart through and through. Um, so there's always been that aspect of it. I think I went through like a small semi grunge phase there in junior high. That was like when Green Day and all of that stuff, like, you know, when I kind of got into punk rock. <laughs> Not really. Um, you know, and then as far as like my style went, like I had dreadlocks for a little while. Like I, I've kind of run the gamut. I've growing up super nerdy, had like big old Coke bottle glasses and mushroom haircut, all that jazz. But also into my adult life, I have extended this dressing up, this creativity. You know, I think I've mentioned it before, but my husband and I love to go to music festivals. You know, and if you were to Google music festival attire, I'm sure you'll find lots of pictures of really model like girls in like uh, bikini tops and glitter everywhere and like flashy, crazy things. Like, I'm not like super into being flashy with it, but I definitely love to have fun with it. And music festivals for me, are not only a place where I get to hear amazing music, but I get to be around a bunch of creatives. And being at a music festival makes me feel like I'm a kid at camp. You know, it makes me tap into this inner child. And so when I I pack my clothes for a music festival, even if it's only like three or four days, I pack a lot. Well, and granted, we have been blessed to have an RV and so we could take it. So we've got the extra space to store all the clothes, but I love to like, just change my clothes throughout the day. I love to like put on super funky things that maybe you wouldn't even picture together, you know, like definitely very flowy stuff, but then like super bright colors and funky t-shirts. I love thrift stores and back to high school, right? Like I grew up in the Valley. I grew up in McAllen and we had what's called Ropa Usadas. And you could basically go into a ropa usada and you could rummage through piles of clothes, like literally sit on piles of clothes, rummage through them and pull out whatever you find. And then you pay for it by the pound. Crazy, right? So it was like maybe 25 cents a pound. So that's how growing up we would express ourselves. Like a lot of kids in high school did that, you know, it was a cheap way to get clothes and to always, you know, find new stuff. Sometimes you got lucky and found really cool shit. Like I think we had, my sister had a pair of corduroy Levi's that felt very vintagey. I don't know if they were legit, but you know, corduroy Levi's, that's pretty expensive when you're buying it for like a nickel. And of course we would fight over that, right? Anybody that has a sister probably knows how that goes when it comes to clothes. But I I say all that to say that Clothing has always been an expression of mine ever since I was a little kid. And it's a way for me to have a creative outlet. 
And I still love doing this. I still love to go to thrift stores. And it's, you know, the thrill of the hunt, number one, and finding something fun and different that maybe nobody else has and expressing myself in a way that feels authentic to me. So back to this creating before you consume. So I take this as we need to create something every day before we consume anything. So for me, this doesn't have to be big, monumental, gargantuous things, right? It's not like I'm telling you to go paint the Mona Lisa or whatever before you know you start your day. But I do think it's important to, to tap into some kind of creativity. And for me, how I'm tying all this in for you, the best way to do that is to tap into my childlike essence, right? So when you create something, maybe for you, it's creating a nice breakfast in the morning. Maybe it's like a really killer cup of coffee, which hello, I'm all about. Invite me over next time you have one. Um, Or maybe, you know, maybe it is something a little more what most people would consider creative. You know, maybe you're an artist, maybe you're a musician and creating for you is actually writing out music. Maybe you like to write in and of itself. You know, I love to journal, but maybe you're trying to write a novel or something. So if you put this forefront of, I need to create something before I consume anything, it allows you to start your day with this creativity. And if you come from a place of tapping into your pure essence, which to me is your childlike state, it's going to feel so authentic. And I really believe that your true creativity is going to come through. So I I believe wholeheartedly that all of us are created. We were all created by God in the, the most magnificent creator of us all. I mean, hello, just open up your eyes and look around you, right? But we were all given that quality within us. God created us in his image. So we are creators ourselves. And don't get stuck on this philosophy or this thought that, you're not creative because you're not an artist or you're not a writer or you're not a musician. Like that's BS. You are creative. Maybe for you, your creativity comes through with marketing or writing proposals or how you organize. There's lots of different elements to creating, but creating is making something that's your own right? It, or it's taking somebody else's somethings, like several different people's things and making something beautiful of yourself. You know, the best way that I can describe how to do that again, I know I'm repeating myself, but it is to tap into our childlike essence. So I told you the story about me as a little kid and then through high school and even now as an adult doing music festivals and how dressing up is one of my most favorite creative outlets. I absolutely love it. But I I love it because that's what I did as a kid. It takes me back to being that little girl and having fun. What did you do when you were a kiddo? What were the things that you loved to do as a kid that maybe you're not even doing now? I think when we're kids, I think when we're children, we want to grow up so fast. And I'm seeing this kind of firsthand with my nephews right now, you know, we want to grow up so fast. Like first we, we want to be a teenager, right? Cause 
maybe you've got older brothers or sisters or, or friends or cousins or whatever, you know, and it's like, oh, I want to do what they do, but I'm too young. Or we get told by our parents, you're not old enough yet. So we rush and rush and rush to grow up. You know, it's, it's we want to be a teenager. Then we want to be 16 so we can drive. Then we want to be 18 so we can maybe stay out later. And then, you know, we want to be 21 so we can go out to the clubs or drink if that's your thing. But we grow up so fast. And for that time since we're born until we're 18 and considered an adult is such a short period of time in all of our lifespan, right? For the most part. But then from 18 to the time, you know, hopefully you live well into your 80s and 90s, that's a shit ton of time, man. And I guarantee you in all of that time, you're tired of being an adult. All you want to do is get back to your childlike self. So I want to encourage you today with this story and my talk about creativity to do your best to tap into that essence, to tap into your childlike self, to go play, to have fun, to get creative, man. There is nothing more wonderful than to feel like you did when you were a kid. So do this with me right now and just picture yourself as your younger self. What was it that you liked to do? Did you like to play outside? Did you love to dance to make up choreography? I know I did. Did you love to play dress up? That was me. You know, maybe you weren't shy when you were a kid. Maybe you were super outgoing and always the limelight. Maybe you loved to sing and just be up in front of everybody. Maybe you like to put on performances for your family or whatever. That's the real you. I believe that with all my heart. And Mel and I, when we were talking today, we were talking about just how much we love to sing. You know, she was saying how she's like enjoying singing at her house just for her, not for anybody else, not to put out there into the world, but just for the pure joy of it. And when we're kids, we're fearless, you know, maybe to a fault sometimes where we feel invincible, but we're fearless when we're kids. We're not afraid to do things. We're not afraid to try things. We're not afraid to speak our minds. If you're around kids enough, you know that. And I don't have kids of my own yet. I do believe that they are well on their way. I know God's got his plan for me when it comes to being a mother. But I'm around enough kiddos because I've got a lot of nephews. And I just love kids in general. So if anybody's got a baby, watch out. (laughs) But I love to be around kids. And I think my favorite part about being around kids is because it makes me feel like a kid again, too. I get to play. I get to have fun with them. There's like this permission almost that it's okay to act like a kiddo when you're around them. We've got some good friends of ours that come over and their little girl and I love to like draw together. I mean, she is super creative. She wants to be an artist. I freaking love it. I love her. I love them, but it's so fun because when she comes over to our house, she knows exactly what drawer to go to, to get out the coloring book and the colors, and she'll just sit her little booty down and she'll just start coloring right away. And I love it. I love that she is confident enough and comfortable enough in our space, in our home, to go for the colors because that's what she wants to do. And that's what makes her happy. And that's what brings her joy. And that's her being creative. And I also think of my nephews and when we get to hang out with them. And one of my nephews, he loves to play in the dirt. 
like really earthy. And I freaking love that because that's like you're speaking to my soul here. I used to love to play in the dirt and get my hands dirty. And probably why I love to be barefoot and I love to walk on the grass and I don't mind getting my hands dirty when it comes to like plants or anything like that or just plain. So we had my nephews a while back and we went down to the beach and he starts pulling out all these hermit crabs like crazy. I don't know how he saw it, but he's just walking along, you know, the little bit of shoreline we're fishing. And he's like, oh, here's one, here's one, here's one, pulls all these hermit crabs out. And then he gets in the sand and he just creates like this little uh, border, like this moat around it. And he's putting all these hermit crabs in there. And it's so fun to watch because I'm just watching like pure joy and his essence and his creativity just unfolding on this shoreline. You know, and he's finding more and more and realizes he, he said the best thing. He's like, oh, we got to expand. It's time to expand. We're growing. We've outgrown this space. So he starts expanding the border wall from the hermit crabs, right? To like make more room for more. And it's not the first time I've noticed him do this. You know, maybe a few years prior to that, we were over at my folks in Seguin and we had taken, me and Ronnie had taken the boys out to the park and I'm playing with the same nephew. And, uh, he's just, we start playing in the dirt together. You know, we build this, like we find rocks and twigs and we build like kind of a castle and like a moat. And, you know, I think we made like flags and everything like that. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun to feel like a kid again. And I think that this is important for all of us. We were made to create And the best way to tap into your creativity is to be in your pure essence and your childlike essence. I feel like who we were as children is who we truly are. And we lose that somewhere along the way. And it sucks that we do. And it stinks that we have to grow up and we have to adult and we put such a negative thing on it. I mean, what's great about it, right, is now we have all these luxuries and we have the ability to to earn an income and ability to create a family of our own and do wonderful, beautiful things in the world. But it's important to not lose our true selves. So back to creating before you consume. How I take this is to do something for yourself first. And I know I've talked about this a lot, but it's so worth repeating. And it's something that I just live by. Do something for yourself first before you consume. And what I mean by consume is before you take on the world and what the world needs of you. Before you open up your email, before you dive into social media, before you have to answer to anybody else, create something. And if it doesn't work in that way, adjust it. Figure out what works for you. There's no right or wrong here. There's no right or wrong way to interpret this. And take from it what you will. That's the point of me talking is to just spark some kind of inspiration for you. Create before you consume. Build something for yourself first. Do something for you. Do something your inner child would love to do. So think back to what you like to do as a kiddo. And this may take some time. If you've got a photo album, I know, you know, back then, depending on how old you are, back then we didn't have digital copies of a lot of things. So go back through old photos, maybe from when you were a kiddo. If you have kids of your own, do what your kids are doing. Do something with your hands. Get outside. 
Play dress up. Sing your heart out. Paint, color, build with Legos. I love that Legos are back, right? It's crazy how expensive they are right now, but it's so awesome to see that they're back. I mean, we used to build stuff with our Legos all the time. But tap into your childlike self as often as you can. And I think that you will find, I can almost guarantee that you will fill your life with so much more joy and you will feel at home and at peace with it. Days where I just tune into my inner child, I feel the most at home. I feel the most like me. And it's so refreshing. It's so nice to know that I'm not trying to be anybody else because, hey, this is what little Chels would have done, right? Little Chels wouldn't have been afraid to go up to somebody and introduce herself and say hi. Little Chels would sing her heart out, would put on dance shows. Would, what did I dance to one time? Oh my gosh, I remember my mom used to make me do this. Um, Walk Like an Egyptian. Do you remember that song? Walk like an Egyptian. In case you don't remember, maybe that little ditty did it for you. <laughs> but we used to walk like an Egyptian and we would do this for my mom, right? Like with her friends around and stuff. But it's fun. It's so much fun to think about, oh man, and then the more creative you are, the more creative you will be. And the more you surround yourself with other people who are creative, the more the creativity just grows and grows. And it's crazy to think of all the goodness that can come from that. The more time that Ronnie and I have spent around music, spent with musicians in music festivals and around music festivals, I mean, those are some uber creative people the more ideas we have had ourselves. It's like this beautiful domino effect that happens. Creativity breeds creativity. And as I said before, I believe we were designed to to create and to be creative. So surround yourself with other people that are doing that. You know, do things that spark as much joy as possible. If you're having trouble, think of what you would do as a kiddo. Go be around kids, you know, go hang out with your, with your own kiddos, with your friends' kiddos, with nieces and nephews. See what they do. I get so much joy just watching, you know, just watching their little minds go and just look and get all fun and play with things and their imaginations just run wild. It's so cool to see. You know, think about how many times like you've played pretend, right? I mean, I still talk to myself in the mirror sometimes. Now it's more mantras than anything. But when I dream and when I'm dreaming big, I do. I imagine. I imagine with the childlike essence of when I was a kiddo, I thought I was going to be a famous singer one day. You know, I was also going to meet Leonardo DiCaprio and marry him too, but that didn't happen. And I'm totally okay with that. But I let my imagination run wild and I had all these dreams and I still have these dreams. They're just different versions of the dream now. So I want to challenge you and I want to encourage you to do something. I think it would be so fun for you to pick one day a week to do something that the little you would do. To do whatever it is that you feel like doing that day. Think about it. 
Let your intuition guide you for one day a week. And I'm going to encourage you to make that a weekly practice. I think it is so good for your mental health, for the people around you too, because like I said before, I guarantee it's going to add more joy and more fun into your life. And those are high vibe feelings, y'all. Feelings of gratitude, feelings of happiness, feelings of pure joy, laughter. These are all wonderful, beautiful feelings. And the more you tap into these feelings, the more of all the goodness that you attract back to you. It's like being a magnet. You get what you put out. So put out the love and put out the creativity and just open your eyes to what you're going to receive from that as well. And even more so, if you're feeling up for it, I challenge you to do something your childlike self would do every day. Create something every day before you consume, before you have to answer to anybody else. But if that's too difficult or feels like too much to take on right now, I get it. Don't pressure yourself. It's not supposed to be pressured. You're not supposed to feel like it's an extra, oh, it's an extra thing on my list I got to check off. No, screw that. That's not what this is for. It's for you to have fun. It's for you to be, you know, enjoying life, man. We get one shot. I say that all the time. What are you doing with it? Go have fun. Have fun. Tell yourself every morning, I am having fun today. And I guarantee if you tell yourself that, you're going to find a way to have fun. It may not be all day. Maybe you got to be in meetings or get on conference calls or Zoom calls or whatever the case may be. But I bet you, you will find something fun about your day. So get creative, tap into your inner child, go back through some pictures if you need to be reminded of what it was you even liked to do as a kiddo, you know, nerd out with it, man, like get super fun and funky with it. And if you're doing something really fun and you feel so inclined, like take a picture, take a picture of yourself doing something that your childlike self would do, post it on Instagram and tag me at the Chelsea Holden or use the hashtag cup of Chelsea. Do that for me. Oh my God, I would love to just see it. And I'll definitely reshare it if you want me to. If you don't, like, give me a heads up on that. But, or send it to me in my DMs. Like, seriously, I just, I just want to know what you're up to when you're acting like your little you. (laughs) How fun, how fun would it be to just see people playing dress up more often, right? How fun would it be? How much better would our world be if people just created more and created from a sense of pureness and joy as opposed to pressure. Make it fun. It should be. Life is about having fun. So I am so grateful you're here. Like I said, be sure to take a picture of yourself acting like your kiddo you know, acting like your childlike self, your pure childlike essence. Let that shine through. Take a picture, tag me, and know that I am cheering you on. Love and light. Take care. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chelsea. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag CuppaChels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.